This podcast contains frank discussions about sex, kink, and BDSM. If you're a consenting adult who wants to learn more about these topics, then stay tuned. You're listening to Chief from kinkyevents.co.uk, helping you create the dom-sub dynamic you've always fantasised about. Hello and welcome to another episode of Conversations with a Dom. Today I'm going to be talking to Belle, who is a sub in training, relatively new submissive to the scene, to the lifestyle, and I thought it'd be great to get a perspective of how she is finding it, mm-hmm. how she got into it, and all of these questions have been submitted to us on our Discord community server. So if you're not a member already, do head over to kinkyevents.co.uk and you will find a link to join the Discord server where we chat about this kind of stuff. So all of these questions have come from members. So hello, Belle, first of all. Hi. Hello. You're a bit nervous doing this. It's just very weird to uh, yeah be on the other side. Because <laughs> mm, li- you used to listen to yeah. all the podcasts and now yeah. you're sitting in I the am. recording studio, it's very aka my spare bedroom. Yeah, and you're looking at me. <laughs> I am looking at you, yeah. So the order we got sort of some intros, we've got what you look for in a dominant, mm-hmm. finding a dominant, where you've gone wrong, perhaps feelings of guilt, shame and doubts. And if you had any, your first experiences and some things you did to train. So that's roughly it. We we did get submitted a lot of questions, probably about 30, <laughs> which we probably which can't good. get them all, but... We'll try and make this conversational and hopefully answer a few of them as we go. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's start right at the beginning. What do you like about DS? How mm. did you come to be sitting here? So I discovered your website somehow. I don't know how. I think I've won one of those. I don't know whether anyone can relate, but sometimes I'll kind of search at midnight for random, like looking for my people, basically. And uh, yeah, I came across Chief's site and I still can't remember what I searched, but it was one of those, one of those moments. And I started reading his articles and listening to podcasts as well. It was when I read that you, you're talking about Emily Nagoski's, I think I'm saying that right, book. Come As You Are. Come As You Are. Yes. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, I had just finished reading the book like two weeks before. So I was like, oh, this guy actually knows what he's talking about. And it's not just another pretender, <laughs> which there is a lot of. And that was kind of the kind of clenching thing. That mm. I thought, oh, yeah, I actually, I trust this guy because... He seems like he has actually done his research and, yeah. Mm. yeah. What what sort of prompted you, though, to start searching for submissive phrases? Like, did was this something that you always knew yeah. was you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I, I don't think that there was a specific time when I thought, oh, this is kind of what I want. I think I, since... I don't know, since I started kind of discovering relationships and sex and all of that, I think that's, I've always, I don't know why I'm still working that out, but I've always wanted that kind of power dynamic. It's just, yeah. you, you didn't And I didn't know how to find... It, it was no. just something you felt yeah, in yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was never like I've learned it from somewhere. It wasn't like I, I watched Fifty Shades or something like that. Mm. I, from... Yeah, from very, very young age, I think I just, I've always had those feelings. And yeah, and I think I've I've made a lot of mistakes looking for what I want, mm. which I think a lot of female submissives do or people that want a similar thing. Okay. Well, t- tell us about some of those. Okay. So <laughs> Was this when you were trying to find a, a dog? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just discovering, like, I don't know. Some of it, I was a teenager mm. or like literally just discovering myself. And I think I, I was looking for that and I made a lot of mistakes, kind of finding very fake doms, people that didn't respect my limits, people that didn't know what they were doing, said they did. A lot of really embarrassing things as well. I used to express myself by writing just privately. And I, God, when I was like, I must have been like 14, something 
crazy like that. And I would write and I still have snippets of what I wrote and they were very kind of not necessarily erotica, but definitely like the kind of S&M lifestyle. Mm. I think like at, at one time that got, I sent that to, I sent a snippet to someone at school who, a guy at school who I really trusted and it was yeah very fake towards me and he like sent it to the entire school mm. and it was mortifying and uh, yeah I made a lot of mistakes in trusting the wrong people mm. and then a lot of shame for wanting for for how I was and kind of the things that I used to write and mm. like, they were very tame but do you think that did you have shame before that? Or would, you, would you think that incident of them? I I think that incident like yeah. shaped a lot of things. Mm. I think that's maybe where still a lot of my shame comes from, uh, which wasn't even your fault. You know, that's that's yeah. completely on that guy to yeah. to do that. Is this a counselling lesson? Or <laughs> no. Yeah, sorry. No, but uh, yeah, I think a lot a lot of shame does stem from that, and yeah, I made a lot of bad mistakes and thirst mm. exploring because I was a kid let's face it and we all make mistakes yeah i think um, as, as, as young well not even young adults as teenagers you just don't have the not you but everyone mm. we just don't have the mental capacity i don't think to be doing yeah. ds like no, any anyone no, no, who's exactly. you're 22 now right mm-hmm. so anyone i think under 18 certainly yeah. should not of course should not be doing well it, that's a, that's a big broad generalization but i don't think no, but I you think can fully right. do it without you need the communication skills, you need yeah. the emotional development. And I didn't, and I didn't. And mm. I think that's when I kind of got very confused and got myself in trouble and was with guys that didn't respect my limits. And after that, I just, I kind of just stopped dating completely because, mm. I mean, I was I was reading Kitty Thomas and all of that type of thing and really wanting that and I knew that I couldn't have that in real life. Mm. So I just stopped. I stopped dating. I stopped. I mean, I hate online dating anyway, but I just, yeah, I kind of got to a place where I was like, this isn't real. This isn't what people actually do. What I want doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. And that can be really depressing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, like I say, on one of those midnight Google hopeless searches. <laughs> Came across kinky events. Yeah, I did. I did. And I was cautious because I thought, yeah, I've made made mistakes in the past. But when I saw, like I said, that you... I liked a lot of the things that you're saying. And a lot of them really resonated with me. There was a lot of questions about how you came to the... How you developed your submissive style mm. and how you figured out what type of submission you wanted. Because I know a lot of sub, subs think that they just need to be submissive and the dominant will tell them what kind of submissive they should be. Whereas I come from the standpoint that you should go into a dynamic, basically telling the dominant, this is the type of sub I want to be. I'm interested Mm -hmm. in these activities. So a lot of the questions were, how did you know, how did you figure out, have you figured out what (laughs) type of sub you want to be? And how, Mm. how did you go about that? I think so. I think I always knew in myself what type of sub I wanted to be but that like I say got twisted by other people that didn't affect those those limits but I do think it's really important to kind of work out what your what you want and before like before I met you I hadn't done a sex menu or something like that and I found that really interesting to do Mm. and I think that helped a lot because I think if if you say I'm a submissive, I think people that kind of gives men this idea that they can do whatever they want and it's not true at all and really quite dangerous. And yeah, I I think that's really important to go into a relationship with what you do and don't like. And I I mean I've listened to a few parts of your new sub course and I'm I'm not plugging or anything but I like I you told me to listen to it on double speed Mm -hmm. and just flick through it 
And I couldn't because I was like, actually, no, this is really helpful. <laughs> I, I needed to do, I needed to do some of this. So I think I know that that will actually quite help me because I'm still learning. Yeah, work out exactly what if that I want. Mm. I have an idea, but I think that's always learning to do. And how would what would you just describe your start of submission as? I think it's very S and M, but in more of a kind of soft guiding way. It's more having someone care for you, mm. but also very, I, know, I like giving. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And I think it's very mental as well. It's, it's not necessarily all sexual. I think that's, mm. it's a headspace that I have to go into and I find it very like liberating and relaxing when I'm in that, mm, that headspace. Mm. I think a lot of a lot of kink that the mainstream kink is very much very hardcore, very like leather and alternative and that type of thing and kind of torture garden style and that's not my thing. I know mm, that. Mm. But yeah, which is why I I, I feel like you're a bit of a unicorn. <laughs> like mm. your fight is a bit of a unicorn mm. in the sense that yeah. it's one of the few that I found that didn't like, like catered to just. <laughs> yeah, for me, for me, <laughs> life, I yeah, I like the more mental side of domination, yeah. and I get the sense with you, it's it's like you say, it's less about sex. The mm. sort of act of penetration isn't the thing that gets you going i think mm -hmm. it, it, it's like it's the discipline mm. it's knowing that you, but not discipline in a really master way more of a discipline mm. in a you're being punished for yeah. your own good yeah to, yeah to to keep you yeah focused or in line or doing something and that helps you relax mm. that's the kind of impression i got mm. like i i don't i like it really strict but not mean there's a difference mm, mm. Um, that's an interesting point yeah that's definitely a difference you can be strict like a strict <laughs> headmaster but the, like the, you know they care for you yeah. not not like a someone here yeah. i'm trying to i thought of a harry Think. potter reference not like a snape <laughs> who's just mean for the yeah. sake of it although he isn't actually but oh, spoiler alert <laughs> love how, love <laughs> anyone, how seen it, anyone who hasn't seen it it's the first film that came to mind versus like i don't know one of the other <laughs> Professor McGonagall, yeah. who should have strict, but she knows you know she cares about you in some way. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I yeah, don't know. we're referencing Harry Potter. There we I go. Like Can make it relatable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. There's uh, a lot of there's a lot of fan fiction around Harry Potter. Mm, so just saying. That's true. That's very true. Mm. Uh, I think the thing is, you just got to find your own submission. There's no yeah. right or wrong. Yeah, it can be no, whatever yeah. you want. Because you, when, when we first talked, you mm. were very. It, the fan fiction, not the fan fiction, the erotica you read tends to be MS, mm. Mm. like quite, quite more strict master mm. slave. And I think that's where the difference between fantasy and reality yeah. comes in because it, it might turn you on, but it doesn't necessarily, mm. it's not necessarily what you want, you would want 24 seven in a dynamic. I mean, it depends. It completely depends on the person mm. and life, like. I know. In a parallel universe, I would genuinely love that. But I have a family in this universe. I have. I'm going to uni. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just not of, the practicalities yeah, not don't practical. quite work, and having to get money and um, having to yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So there is a difference between fantasy and reality. Mm. But I and I think it's kind of finding how to create that fantasy with without like yeah finding how to be in that headspace without actually having it sometimes mm, yeah bring elements in that yeah that put you in that similar mindset mm. without actually doing those things mm -hmm. yeah so a lot of questions were about how you how you would go about finding a dom and how you find a dom i mean you've you've kind of explained that you mm. aren't that into dating and you've you've found a lot of fake doms and yeah. so you weren't necessarily looking for a dom when you found my site. No. Well, I think I I was hopeful. I was, I was always like hopeful, like, oh, maybe this next 
Google hole will <laughs> take me to mm. something like some secret community somewhere that I don't know is what I'm looking for. And obviously there isn't one, but I, uh, yeah, so I emailed you. I was actually on holiday at the time. So I think that made it easier. I was like mm. out of, out of my, my normal headspace. And I emailed you and I kind of, I can't remember what I said. It, it was something like, I really like your site. I really like everything you kind of like what you're saying really resonates with me i think your question was actually about finding yeah Dom. It, it was mm, that it you was, email me I, I think i was kind of hoping that you might say oh hi <laughs> but you were a gentleman and you <laughs> yeah i mean i've got to be careful <laughs> yeah i know you know it's i get a lot of people emailing me and i can't you no, know, exactly. it's, got, it's just got to be but yeah and i think conversation kind of from that mm, yeah. and yeah and here you are which is why i'm in this very weird yeah parallel universe yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you hadn't sent that email you'd not know. be sitting here you'd still be vanilla that's i wouldn't be vanilla <laughs> <laughs> I, I was never vanilla be married with a god no. vanilla husband no no, no. that's no, joking n- no. <laughs> no joking but, yeah and i i mean i've i've tried online dating and I just find it really hard I find it really hard to kind of keep the conversation going and I really like meeting people in person but I don't know maybe if you are looking like we went to a really interesting event last night I I mean there wasn't anyone there that we any of us really particularly liked in that way but it was a really nice environment to meet people Mm. so maybe if you are looking I know it's like a really big jump and it's not even something that I've done on my own but I think maybe going to physical places might be a better place to actually meet people in the mm. lifestyle rather than online i don't know what do you think yeah yeah i mean i've got a couple of articles about meeting people so i i think i've said i've said it a few times i meet people in in various ways not often through kink apps in fact very mm. rarely it's more normal dating apps yeah and i hint at being kinky or i bring up the discussion on dates or going to not munches but more Social events for kinky mm. people, which are munches, but they're slightly different. But it is, it is hard. It's hard meeting yeah. people. I tend to like to just meet people normally and then figure out if they're into DS. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes really annoying because they're not. And then you're mm. like, mm, that's mm. annoying. That's not going to go anywhere. I have done that before, actually. And yeah, it sometimes leads to some very awkward conversations and a lot of judgment. Yeah, yeah. I get called a misogynist because mm. I say I'm into BDSM or mm. they've got a view like I did five years ago of what actually BDSM, what I thought yeah. it was. And uh, yeah, it can be, it can put people off you straight away, mm. but it's, it's that risk you got to take, right? I know. I know. And it, but even as a woman, even though I know that it's what I want, I think if someone came to me and said, oh, I, I like BDSM, I and I didn't know anything else about the person I would still be like because I just because I've got so many bad experiences of people that are fake so I think it it is it's the personality first and then yeah Mm. that's interesting interesting. so I've got I've got a question but so the question might be how would how would you like a guy Mm. if you're on a date how Mm -hmm. would you like a guy to bring up the fact that they're into BDSM. And likewise, mm. I'm trying to think of how would I like a woman to mm. bring it up to me? I think, I mean, like like you say, when you kind of bring it up halfway for a day, I think it's when, when there isn't any kind of, if it's just like a thing on a dating site, that's threatening. But when you've spoken to the person first mm. and you've got an idea of their personality, then bring it up like yeah say, i think i think that is the right way of doing it definitely i think so it's like the first conversation that would be really opportune yeah I tr- yeah you're right actually um, i treat it like a date so as in when yeah. you're on the date if you if there's no spark and there's no chemistry don't bring it up at mm. all yeah, yeah wait until you've actually you know you fancy each other 
normally through everyday stuff yeah and you like them as a person and then maybe drop it in that's true yeah Okay. Well, hopefully that's some tips for for people out there looking. The next lot of questions. Oh, and just to finish that thread, mm-hmm. so I then came up to visit you. Mm. Or we arranged. We had a first date, and then mm-hmm. you and then you came to visit me and me and Moano here, which brings us on to the next question because you knew I already had a sub, right? Mm-hmm. And so a few of the questions were around: When did you meet Moano? Were there any jealousy issues? Mm. How how do you how do you think about that situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of coming at, coming at it from the angle that this is very much your dynamic and I am very lucky to be, but yeah, to be let in a little bit. I, I think, I think jealousy is an interesting thing to talk about and it is important to talk about. I feel a little bit uncomfortable talking about it without Mono. I mean, I guess, did you experience any jealousy? Were you worried that Mono would be jealous? I was, actually. I I was because I was, I'm very conscious that I do not want to step on anyone's toes. Mm. And I'm very conscious that, like, I, I don't want there to be any funny feelings or anything. So I... And I, I think maybe that's the right way. To, I think as long as you're thinking about other people and all of that. But I think like as a woman, if I was trying to put myself in her shoes and think like, how might she be feeling? And like, I can't, I can't speak for Mono. But I was always very conscious of like not, yeah. This is your dynamic in mm. your podcast, and I'm very grateful to be involved in a little bit. Mm. I think that's mm. what I mean. But yeah. But I, I also think it, it is an interesting conversation to be had, and it is important, especially in non-monogamous relationships. Mm. But yeah. I, yeah, I love Mono. I think she's great. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think you're right. I think you just, you just need to have that sense of, Checking in and yeah. and, check, and making sure the other people are right and thinking about them mm. and not not going into it. And I think most I people think listening we do to this check in a lot. Yeah, well. we check in a lot. I think most people listening to this probably may. I mean, this is quite an an out there situation in that a, mm. a, a me is the dom with a sub mm-hmm. and you, you in training. I, I think most people listening to this will probably just be wanting to find a dom, wanting to find a sub. Mm. So won't have this kind of com- these kind of extra complications. Mm. But it may, if they want to go to parties and stuff, it, yeah. it, the same principles apply. That it's it's important to know that everyone gets jealous. Yeah. Like yeah. so, you, you met you met at the the King events event we had mm-hmm. social event. So you met a guy there, mm-hmm. and I I did I do feel some things of, of jealousy, mm. like be, because it's it, the feeling is like. I'm not good enough, you know, I'm going to lose them, <laughs> which right? <isn't> true. <laughs> which, yeah, which is such a, and, and the way I've dealt with it, and I've had it when I've been to parties with partners and they're like playing with someone else. I'm like, oh, why are they playing with them? I'm not good enough. Mm. And it's, it, it's what you said there. It's about, it's, it's, it's my insecurities mm. that are causing the jealousy. It's not the thing necessarily that the other person is doing. Mm. So the, the, the way, the way it, you handle it is you just think, well, is that true? Is it, yeah. is it true that I'm not good enough? And if, if it was that, and I, I don't own you, I don't, I don't, I sh- well. why should I, well, okay. <laughs> but why should I dictate, you know, who you can speak to and, yeah. and who you shouldn't talk to? And so once you kind of realize that you're like, oh, okay. And if they're the better person for you, then, then I want the best for you. Right. So I, mm. I'm, I'm tr- and people talk about compersion, which is kind of the opposite of jealousy. It's like happiness that the other person is living their best life. Mm. So I try and try and come at it from that way. But you're still everyone's going to feel. You talk to anyone in poly, yeah. You, you're going to feel some elements of jealousy at certain points, and you just that's when you just have to like with any emotion, you just have to kind of think, step back, step mm. away from it, and actually think through it. Mm. But also when you met Moano for the first time. I had a similar experience and I've had this experience in threesomes. It's like, oh, I've got to make sure both people get equal yeah. time with me. Yeah. I'm in I'm in my head because I'm I'm checking that both people are not 
if I'm playing with you, is Moano upset mm. that I'm not playing with her? <laughs> and if I'm playing with her, are you feeling left out? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of this going. But I think as, I don't know how long ago we met, but I think it's getting easier. Yeah, yeah. Because now... I I think I think less of that. I mean, mm. I'm always mindful of making sure everyone's all right, but I don't. If I like just played with you, mm. it'd be fine because I could play with Mano the next day. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if that does that resonate with. Yeah, I think obviously, like, with any relationship of any type, there are a lot of emotions involved, and it's how you talk about those things. And I think, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to just if everyone is a nice person, like it's it's easy that's the thing as long as you talk to each other as long as you know that no one's like hurting each other's feelings on purpose and it's all like i think we're all nice people we're Mm, all mm. like mature enough to like yeah talk about it talking about it is the main thing it is a lot of communication yeah and, and it's I, interesting you said about the nice person because I would be, yeah. I'd feel more jealous and angry if you, if you just went off with a complete dick. I'd be like, oh, oh yeah, fuck's yeah. Like, <laughs> because it's, because it's not, because then I think it amplifies the, well, that's not me. Therefore mm. I'm not good enough. And I think that, I think that's what it is. So yeah, that's fair. But that's also fair. you want people playing with nice people. Like mm. I don't want you to get hurt. So I, I want you to find nice people to play mm. with and stuff. So yeah. But also like, like you say about the other, when, when I met another person i i think it's the different like different people have different qualities yeah like 100% i like you like he doesn't have the same qualities as you you don't have the same qualities as him like there is a balance i know that you can give me things that other people can't and there is a lot of exploring that i want to do with that i yeah just people are different they are, people yeah. are different they are. you can have different experiences with different people yeah i always mean that one's better than exactly the other. i always say well you can have why different. why not have one friend <laughs> yeah oh, because exactly. that one friend doesn't give you everything you need you need like three friends it doesn't yeah. mean that you don't like one friend more than the other yeah. that's the, that's always the problem i've had with monogamous we're going off a tangent here but it's no, always the challenge i've had with monogamous <laughs> relationships it's mm. like you're putting all of that pressure on that one person to mm. be your everything and I, I, it can happen. Of course it can happen. And, mm-hmm. and some, some people might be out there going, oh, well, you know, you, you should just learn to accept mm. what is and be happy with that. And I completely agree. There's definitely some stuff that I probably need to work on with that. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, if they don't like a particular sex act or they don't particularly like a particular kink and I'm really into that, is it that wrong if you mm. play with that other person? As long as it's, you know, all discussed. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's something I'm still debating in my head. Yeah, that's fair. So some questions about the negotiation process mm. and what was that like? Was there a negotiation? <laughs> well, yeah. It, yeah, I think a lot of people, and even me, I kind of, you have this idea that there's this very strict, formal, I don't know, board meeting <laughs> type, mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. situation and there's just not. I mean, there's a lot of, I think the negotiation is ongoing. It definitely. It's just happen. like chat over yeah. WhatsApp, right? It's yeah, just back yeah. and forth. Oh, I like this fantasy. Right? Mm. Can we do it? Which parts can we do? That's yeah, that's exactly. It's I not mean, a board. Yeah, like you say, a board meeting with a mm, formal no presentation. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's slide one. <laughs> Terms of condition. I think, if anything, the sex menu, like exchanging sex menus, that mm, was more a of a yeah. discussion. That was more of like a these are my limits. These are what I do not want to do. This is what I really like. I think that was yeah. self kind of. For those who don't know what sex menu is, mm-hmm. go to kinkyevents.co.uk. There's a sex menu town. It's basically 350 activities and you go through each one and mm-hmm. say, if it's a hard limit, soft limit, you're sort of okay with it, want to do it, really want to do it, or you must have it. Yeah. And you rank each of these things. Yeah. And I think, I almost feel like that's better than having like a board meeting <laughs> yeah because you you can be honest with yourself you can really because you do down. it alone right yeah, you do it on yeah. your own yeah and it's not yeah it's not something that you write for someone to read like it's it's something that you have to be very honest with yourself when you write I'm going off on a tangent no it's good but yeah it's something for yourself yeah rather than for 
the other person. Yeah, because I've seen people fill it in and they fill it in and they, even though they're doing it alone, they put the answer that they think mm. because they're, th- they're putting themselves in their partner's shoes. Mm-hmm. So they'll, you know, it, it, let's say, I always bring up anal, just I don't know why. it's Because <laughs> it's one of the most, I guess, semi-taboo ones. Mm. So they'll, if they really want to do anal, they won't mark it as a really want to do it because they know their partner maybe isn't yeah. that into it. So they'll put it like halfway, mm. hoping that when they have the discussion with their partner, they'll be like, oh, you know, I'm not really sure about anal. How do you yeah. feel? Rather than being like, I really, really fucking like <laughs> anal. How do you feel about it? Because then it's more pressure, right? If yeah. if Because they know the person isn't into it. So yeah, tip yeah. there if you're filling it out. Be honest with yourself and mm-hmm. you can negotiate afterwards with your partner. Yeah, yeah. So what was the first someone said where were you nervous apprehensive at first mm-hmm. or mostly excited to be starting a ds dynamic i guess they're talking about the first time not necessarily that we met the first time you knew there was going to be play involved mm. i think first time that we met for start, i was so nervous mm. <laughs> i remember i i took the bus into oxford which before we met and yeah i was in fact, I messaged you. I was like, I'm so nervous. And you're like, just breathe. Yeah, I was, I was really nervous. But I think that all kind of went away when when we met. Cause, mm-hmm. Yeah. Play. Yeah, I, I was really nervous. I think not so much us playing on our own. Because, I mean, I have, I've done that before. Not necessarily with great people, but like I've, I've played. So that wasn't so nerve-wracking I was very excited for that I was more I was nervous about like playing as a three because like I had never been with like I'd never seen another woman naked Mm. which is crazy Mm. to think about like fully yeah in person Yeah. yeah which I think is weird that one I just well, and me, we were naked pretty yeah. much all of yesterday, just yeah. wandering around. Yeah. yeah, and that's still like I still get a bit nervous about that. I I put my clothes on mm. first. I'm gonna train you out um, that. <laughs> but I I feel more comfortable. There's there's still like I'm I'm learning, mm. but yeah, I'm get I'm getting better at it. So yeah, that was more what I was nervous about. Mm. Okay, and I guess that brings us into the the. The question of guilt and shame and doubts, because mm. I know a lot of, I'm going to generalize here, but mm-hmm. everyone has guilt and shame and body issues mm-hmm. and concerns. Mm-hmm. So these, those can come out, especially during sex when you're vulnerable and naked. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm just curious, it, do, you know, does that resonate? Do you have Definitely. the doubts? Yeah. You, you mentioned sort of putting your clothes on like mm. the scene ended yesterday and you put your clothes on pretty much straight away <laughs> whereas i like away. it wasn't straight away but it was quite soon was and like i i was like hour. oh why because i really enjoyed looking at you mm. naked right mm. i think yeah that i i do i think i'm a woman and we have been brought up to feel very unfortunately very shamey which is crap and i hate that and that's something i'm really shame is a big one mm. i think it's one of the re- it, uh, if i remember right it, it was one of the reasons you got in touch that you yeah, yeah were hoping yeah, it, that it playing with me you'd overcome mm-hmm. some definitely something yeah 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 i think i i was at a place in my life where i was ready to kind of I was ready to explore that and to get over that a little bit. And I wanted to try, <laughs> try is all you can do. Mm. Yeah, I already, I do feel a lot. I I feel like a different person. Like yesterday at the event, we, there was a time when we were like, it was very awkward that uh, we were in a row and we had to like talk to a stranger for like two minutes it's like speed chat and obviously we we were all talking about what we were there for and everything and that was the first time that I felt comfortable talking like saying I'm a submissive oh, wow or that's great I am with those guys that's great <laughs> we are yeah and that was quite eye-opening 
for me mm. to kind of and the fact that I wasn't judged for that I like I don't think that I would have been able to do that three four months ago mm. so I I do yeah great yeah so therapy sessions are available <laughs> through the website for a thousand pounds an hour <laughs> contact me I, uh, I do joke that you're my therapist <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's interesting I hope you don't mind me sharing but when we went on our first date in Oxford we did go around a a library oh yeah <laughs> is it library That's or bookshop it was a bookshop it was a bookshop and I picked up like this kinky one we were in the mm. the sex section and I picked up a kinky it was like one 101 kinky things to do because yeah. I always like picking up random books like that. And you wouldn't even hold it. <laughs> you wouldn't even hold it. And you, you fled to... I, I did. You wouldn't be seen with me. I went me. and read the Bible. I'm yeah, not you, religious, but... <laughs> you wouldn't... Literally, you wouldn't even be seen with me holding the book. I tried to get you to hold it for like a minute. I think you did, but you, I, I you wouldn't show the cover. It. Like you had to hide it away. <laughs> I think we need to repeat that. <laughs> As a see, measure, see of, measure of progress, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you did the same when we went into the sex shop. You kind of... I did. You didn't... I was talking to the assistant. I, yeah, You, I, I you ran away. You. you hid. I did. I did hide from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting better. Oh, I know this is why I want to... This yeah, is why I wish we should test it. My therapy is working. Yes, the, yeah, that'll be the marker. Can you go in on your own to a sex shop and buy a massive dildo? <laughs> How big? <laughs> a good, a good eighteen inches horse cock, <laughs> without shame, and then walk down Oxford Street waving it around. I'm not sure about that second part. <laughs> okay, all right. So, and what does there was quite a few questions around the dynamic and the training. I think we've covered some of the dynamic stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe some sort of quick fire questions here. Once the trust was in place in the relationship, did the DS dynamic come naturally? I think it it was always there, like because yeah. we knew that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I think this question maybe is coming from someone who is thinking it was like a normal dating process, and mm-hmm. then the DS started. Maybe, but how would you if you went into a, a new relationship? Well, I guess you'd talk about it during dating, right? So it would always be would you yeah. would you start DS straight away? No, I don't think that I could. I think I have to. With you, it's different because that's the reason that I came to you. But yeah. with a normal with normal dating, I think I would have to wait a long time. Like I can't, I can't let myself be dominated by someone that I don't have a connection with. Mm, like for me, yeah. that's a very personal thing. That's a lot of trust and it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And I don't, I don't take it lightly. I don't, I don't give that to anyone. Yeah. As it um, should be. Yeah. As it should be. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it would take a long time in a normal relationship. We talk about it, but it would develop over time. Yeah, build up slowly, mm-hmm. not go all out. Yeah. yeah. All right. How does Chief Empower Inspire encourage you to grow as a submissive Ooh. and also as a person? That's a bit awkward with <laughs> me sitting here. Well, I'll tell what? you first how you inspire me, perhaps, oh, to sort of help do you. Do I? <laughs> yeah, because you, you've, you kind of make me, I have to step up. To be, to be, I wouldn't say more dominant, but to, to think about ways to, how do I describe it? Like more elaborate scenes mm-hmm. or ways to, to help you get into that submissive mindset. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, and especially with, with two of you as well, there's mm-hmm. more things I need to think about. So it kind of inspires me to be a bit more creative. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just like helping in seeing any changes so you know that that inspires me knowing that if you can do the hard work to to overcome shame and guilt then anything that i need to change in myself mm. i i can do as well if yeah. that makes sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i i mean i think it goes back to yeah the shame and the guilt i think i i'm finding this entire kind of dynamic and relationship and friendship (laughs) Mm, yeah yeah like I yeah I'm finding that really liberating and really healthy and and with Mono as well like when we did the podcast the sub takeover Mm. I I was on the bus on the way home and 
I was listening to it. I was re-listening to it for the first time. And I got really emotional. And I was like, this is really liberating to listen to myself talking about sex. Mm. And not just like normal sex, like anal, which is, you threw me in in the deep end. Yeah. I, yeah, it was really, I felt quite empowered and liberated to mm. kind of be able to talk about that freely yeah i didn't force you um, to do this no, either no, you no, you you wanted, wanted to do to. this podcast and you wanted to yeah. do the questions yeah, yeah. so yeah, for anyone that thinking i'm like <laughs> training you and forcing you to do this, this is absolutely not the case this is your idea yeah. right yeah 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 but yeah i i i think it's really helping me as a person in my my everyday life mm. i think I feel a lot more confident in myself. That's interesting. So you think that the the, the stuff we're doing mm. will roll over into yeah, definitely. how you're... Definitely. Yeah, I've found that. Definitely. I, I think that's true. Like like I say, like that event last night, I couldn't have been that honest and open with people. I couldn't mm. have had that like like really honest conversation. Yeah. Mm. It's definitely true. I found that once I've, once I started accepting my mm. true desires my dark darker side of myself mm. my darkest desires you just become more authentic yeah and you and that gives me confidence anyway because there's nothing you don't need to hide from yeah. yourself that's what i found yeah okay training training so some someone's asked what does your training <laughs> consist of Good question. What does yeah. training Well, what of? maybe what what would what have we done that you would consider training? I I interpret that different. Technically, we might be going over positions or something like that and doing that type of thing. But I don't think that it's about that. I think you are air quotes training <laughs> that kind of guilt and shame out of me, and I like mm, that. Mm. And I, I think it's deeper than just training. I think, yeah you're deeper than that what what do you think my yeah that's an interesting <laughs> no no that's an interesting way of looking at it because it's, yeah. it's definitely those two levels so on the surface you know we've we've done positions mm. and you i say the command you adopt the per permission we've done we haven't really done much anal training mm. yet but sort of training to be spanked training to you know, ask permission to orgasm. Mm -hmm. I do that anyway. To be punished, to be punished, knowing, training <laughs> that you know you're going to be punished or just, just to following my commands, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. That's, but that's definitely the, like you say, the surface level. I guess the, mm. the rest is, it's going to sound really, it's, it's sort of a, is it a healing? It's just like mm. osmosis, you know, you just being around people who are, because the same happened to me when I'm, when I'm around people who are super open and authentic, you can't help but, you can't help but adopt some of that yeah, yeah so yeah. yeah i guess there's the, there's the the experiential aspect mm. of going through it will change you as a person yeah even if it wasn't learning commands mm. or, or specific stuff mm. like that the, the process of going through it will change you as a person mm. i think it's more it's deeper than that yeah um, and will change me like it, mm. it's it's we're both it's we're all three of us feeding off each other and, and yeah. changing each other, hopefully for the better. Mm. Yeah, yeah, interesting. But I also like when you get me to say things like, you know, <laughs> like That's actually say, say, no, like say cock or oh, like yeah. that. Like I'm normally nervous about mm. saying things like that, but the more that you kind of make me say those things the more confident that makes yeah yeah yeah, yeah and one has had the same thing yeah. like she yeah, she, she couldn't say cock or fuck i hope she, <laughs> say fuck she said <laughs> she said it before yeah but she, before she would never say it she'd be like fudge or, cute. yeah it was cute and so i think i'm a bad influence on her in that space <laughs> now she's she doesn't swear a lot actually hardly ever but yeah it's it's definitely especially if you want to yeah just it's just empowering knowing mm. You, there shouldn't be guilt and shame around those words so yeah. you should be able to say them and yeah and yeah i think your dirty talk has got better <laughs> i think you don't do much of it but the stuff you do do is good mm. so i think it's yeah yeah there's that there's that kind of training mm. which isn't a ds sort of training in in the classic sense i guess mm. 
Yeah. Okay. So someone said, I don't know if this applies to you. As a quite dominant person on date on a day to day basis, I struggle with getting myself into sub mode. How did you overcome that? Hmm. Okay. Because you in your in your day to day job, you had mm. to be quite dominant, right? Yeah. And get shit done. Yeah. I think I am quite, especially with men. I can be in real life. I think I am quite dominant. I'm quite, my best friend is a man and I make him listen to this podcast, but he, I think that I definitely wear the trousers in that relationship. He, yeah, yeah, definitely. But, and I, I am quite submissive in, I think it's a mix. It really is a mix. Mm. Like I'm very much for woman empowerment. Yeah. It's where the shame comes from, I guess Mm -hmm. as well. That's a whole other thing. But in, in my real life, like I am, I am quite, I, I'm relatively, com- yeah, so yeah. I, obviously I take the train to get here and mentally when I get on that train, I kind of switch off. That's kind of like, not switch off, but switch mm-hmm. <laughs> to that energy because I think it's nice to have a very visual real thing that takes you out of that I don't know the trains just kind of become that thing for me like the journey here it's a long journey yeah I think when I get on that train I leave I leave real life behind a little bit it can stay there and it's there when I go back but I do kind of see this as a little bit of a mental retreat (laughs) which is really nice yeah I think Mm. having visual things that kind of switch your headspace Mm. and sometimes it's still really tricky like when I I actually things don't go to plan when I I planned on coming here and being in that headspace I when did I come up Thursday night Thursday night and I planned Saturday yeah I it's Sunday it's Sunday it's Sunday yeah did that happen yeah I planned on like getting on the train switching off as soon as I saw you like being in that subby headspace and it just didn't it didn't happen mm-hmm. and we had a conversation about I I think I was very I do get anxious and I I do get I'm quite high ang- anxiety at the moment because lots of things are happening in life but yeah it doesn't always happen and I think that's that's okay. Yeah, that's exactly. Okay. Don't beat yourself up. Yeah, yeah. If you like, can't get into that headspace, that's mm, not mm. the end of the world. I know. I did beat myself up a little bit. So I was like, I really, I wanted this little mental retreat, mm. and I'm, I'm not getting there. And I got there eventually. I just had to let myself go a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it doesn't always. It's not always how you plan it. Mm. Um, Likewise, I can't always be in my dominant mindset yeah. twenty four seven. It's yeah. not like a right. I'm now dominant mm. for for the next however long 72 hours it it doesn't work like that no but yeah it's about being kind to yourself and accepting that you can't always yeah you're a person at the end of the day (laughs) right you 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 feel different things and Mm. it's not a it's not an instant switch it's a gradual thing and it happens slow or fast Mm. and it's always different yeah sometimes i can just get on that train and be like yeah i'm now in Mm. my headspace sometimes you can't Mm. It's interesting that I like the fact you've anchored it to a yeah. something you do not every day, but a thing you do when regularly when you come here. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like it. All right. I hope that helps. Yeah, it does. We've got a few <laughs> more questions, and also, well, before I ask the final questions, what is there anything you think we haven't covered that we oh, anything gosh. you would love to share about your experience mm, that hasn't things. been asked? I think I've kind of come to realize that this is something that I really want in my life I mean I, I knew that anyway but I think like I would like you know I'm going to uni to study art and I would like kink to be a part of that I I want to explore it more in my real life and I want to I think I've I've realized that I want to embrace it in all aspects not just not just yeah in relationships mm. I think I and I, I think I've discovered that I really like talking to people about it, which I didn't think I would. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's what I, I think I've discovered that I really like helping people discover their thing. Like the people that I've spoken to on Discord, I'm really enjoying 
mm. talking to people and because you because you're helping them now or or just well, because maybe, you're in, enjoying just enjoying talking to people like yeah. in, talking and like like if i if i can help that's great but just kind of being a voice in this relatively small mm, community mm, mm. and yeah i think it's a place that i want to be i've i've discovered that <laughs> nice nice well i think that answers the question so someone asked something you've learned about yourself you weren't mm. expecting so maybe that answers yeah. that like maybe just the does. how amazing it can be to talk to people about it yeah and liberating yeah and yeah it's something i want to continue exploring mm. in a lot of ways mm. amazing <laughs> all right i think we've covered all the questions yeah yeah any cool. Final, final thoughts. I mean, it's been a, it's been a pleasure mm, I'm getting sure to know you. <laughs> getting to know me. <laughs> yeah, getting to know you for the last few months. Because again, like you said, this is a, it's not just, I don't just treat it as a, oh, you're my sub now, mm. blah, blah, blah. It's more of a, it's a friendship yeah. with a sexual element and a, and a dynamic that goes along with that. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for <laughs> taking the time out of the day to, to record this with me. And I, okay. I hope everyone out there has found it very useful. Thank um, you. Yeah, if you're not a member of our community, then do head over to kinkyevents.co.uk. We have a Discord server where people chat about this kind of stuff all day long. Lots of different channels to chat in. And Belle is there, so you can hmm? ask her your questions directly if you want. Once you log in, you'll be able to find yeah, her. I answer questions. I don't normally... <laughs> if you talk to me, I'll talk to you. I'm terrible at, like, keeping up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's 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 text. It's text, like, because I, I always thought Discord was voice, mm. which it can be, but it, it's all text, our community mainly, although we do do voice chats. So, yeah, if you're if yeah. you're interested in learning more about this stuff or anything we've said has appealed, then you can get in touch at kinkyevents.co.uk and have a look around there. Lots of resources. Mm -hmm. But until next time, thank you, Belle. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're very welcome in more ways than one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, lots of love and spanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Chief from kinkyevents.co.uk, helping you create the dom-sub dynamic you've always fantasised about. 